is the Jose Show. Jose Show. And now the conclusion of my interview with Ray Billings from the BattleBots TV show. He's got an awesome bot, and that bot is a killer bot by the name of Tombstone. Watch Tombstone and Ray Billings on the Discovery Channel. Check your local listings for times. Now, uh, you're also um, mentoring our, I guess his name is Yash. Uh, I don't want to pronounce his last name because I don't want to chop it up. Um <laughs> Team Autovolts Robotics, um, Adam94. I guess right. he, he contacted you and a, a few other bot builders, and you were the only one to respond. Why did you respond to him? Um, so so I, get, I get emails all the time, okay, mm-hmm. messages all the time. And half of them or more go a, a short version of this. I think your robot is awesome. Tell me how to build it. Um, and I, I'm not going to respond to that. That's that's not a that's not a well-thought-out way to approach yeah, it. Makes sense. Okay. Um, but if somebody says, you know, hey, I'm going to compete in this weight category class and I'm thinking about using either these drive motors or these drive motors, which do you think would be better? Well, now now we have some substance. The, the, the questions are thought out. He did a lot of research before I got the question. Mm-hmm. And it's like he was unclear when he reached the point. He's like, I need to ask somebody that has some experience yeah. of, of these things, what I'm going to do. And so if somebody sends me a well thought out researched question. I answer every one of those. Oh, that's if, good. Some, if, if somebody asks uh, a generic, you know, uh, I, I want to make a robot like yours. Tell me how. And I get that a lot. And I, I just, that's not <laughs> a, I'm not going to do that. Okay. You know, if you, if you look at the power levels, you wouldn't write, uh, a, you know, a gun Mac Fisher and say, you know, your shotgun's great. Tell me how to make one. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're not going to reply to you. And Makes I have sense. a lot. I have a lot more power in my robot than a shotgun does. I mean, it's this is just the the, the nature of it. Wow. So so it's 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 not. You got to ask questions that show you understand what you're getting yourself into. And at that point in time, then I'll help you. And so it's funny. I'd never met the guy before this event. Mm-hmm. We had a, we've had some email exchanges every time he had some questions. But I mean, it wasn't. I was just helping a fellow builder try to get some answers. Nothing wrong with that. So what did you think when I sent you an email? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, okay, so so I uh, I get requests to do podcast interviews and stuff occasionally. If, uh-huh. it's, if it's with my schedule, I do it. I, I love the sport. So I'll, anytime anybody wants to talk about robots, I'm usually fair game for that. Yeah, you're the first one I've interviewed. I uh, sent out a request to, um, I can't remember the, the bot's name, but it looks like a a dog, the guy is a farmer or something like that. And they never responded. And one other one from Tampa extinguisher, I think it was. Okay. They responded, but they wouldn't give me the email so I could send them like questions. And I'm like, well, yeah. Um, and and no. <laughs> they're a good, they're a good team that they'll probably yeah. help. Um, uh, you're in Florida. So which yeah. doctor, which doctor teams there in Florida? I think so they're in Orlando, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so, so, and, and they're, they do a lot of, you know, social media type stuff. You can probably contact them. I'm sure they'd be happy to, to jump them. in. Wow, that's amazing. Now, um, I also seen another video, and I believe it was on your uh, YouTube page. You have the giant nut and the giant bolt. So you're the only <laughs> one that has both. In the modern era, correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, the giant bolt awards are usually based on 
some sort of criteria other than winning the championship. So most destructive, best driver, uh, best engineered, something like that. And, and those have changed occasionally from season to season. My giant bolt is for the most destructive robot in season one. Um, and so, so I got that. And then of course I won the title in season two and, uh, got the giant nut. Yeah. I see the giant nut right behind you. Yeah. I mean, that thing weighs, uh, what I see 27.7 pounds. Yeah. It, like I said, it's just shy of 30 pounds. Yeah. And then the bolts even heavier. Yeah. 42.6. See, I did my homework. 42.7. Yeah. Good <laughs> Lord. But that's awesome. Now, how many trophies have you actually won? Um, total, you know, in, in the, the time that you've been doing this? Oh, there's a lot of stuff. Um, so, you know, there's there's various different events that I won or placed highly. And so you get, uh, there used to be a big event called RoboGames. It was every year. Um, I saw a video on that too. Okay. And so uh, Olympic-like, it would give you, you know, gold, silver, and bronze awards in each weight category. So I, I have a, a bunch of those from various different events. Um then there used to be an event called the Combox Cup. And this was like the Stanley Cup for, for hockey. There is a trophy, but you don't get to keep it. It goes from whoever wins that year, they get to hang on to it. They're the champion that year. They get the trophy. That makes sense. Um, so the, the Combox Cup, I, I actually won that twice. And I won it the last time the event happened. And they haven't had that event since then. So mm-hmm. I've sort of got to permanently keep that. that. I, I have the combats cup in the, in the, in my game room right next to where I keep the giant nut and giant bolt. So nothing wrong with that. I, now I, um, you were talking about the Robo games. I know in 2015, you won the bronze medal. Okay. Now, do they, do they do that Robo games anymore? Uh, no, they don't. Um, so, um, you know, running a, a big event is, uh, it's, it's more than a full-time job that you pay money to do rather than get paid to do. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you don't have, see, BattleBots has the, the TV money coming in. So they've got, yeah. they, they, their budgetary abilities are a little different. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Robo Games for years and years would, you know, they get some sponsorship and they maybe have a year, they make a few dollars and they lose a whole bunch the next year and kind of go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, 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 it's a personal weight on the guy running the event that not everybody can carry and you know eventually he just reached a point where it's like i can't keep throwing money away at this and hasn't done an event for a few years and talking because he's a friend of mine so i talk with him fairly regularly i I, I don't i don't expect it's going to return at any time soon it's just i think he's moved on to being a father and dealing with his family and you know he's Mm -hmm. just just focusing on other things in life that are more important you're listening to the jose show we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back in case you didn't know the jose show is now on the radio at turfs up radio that's turfsupradio.com and my show is on at 1 p.m eastern standard time every monday welcome back to the jose show we're talking to ray billings from battlebots and he owns the destroying bot called tombstone so you better beware <laughs> welcome back ray glad i'm glad you're on the show with us uh, i'm having fun this is good this is good um i had another question swirling in my head oh okay so i was watching um now i don't know if this is correct it was a 2007 video but it said tombstone versus killdozer so it was <laughs> okay and it said man you cleaned the clock on this sucker i mean you spread debris like all over the uh, arena 
Uh, yeah, that was actually pretty cool. So uh, the original build for Tombstone was a super heavyweight, 320 pounds. Whoa. Right? Um, and so this, those robots that, that you watch in that video, those are heavy. Those are big guys, 320 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you remember the match, you know, basically parts start coming off. And I'm spraying stuff all over the way, place. Yep. Okay, so when the match was over, the more damaged robot they send that guy in to turn his robot off first because that's the one that could catch fire. That's the one that this is normal. The robot that is beat up, that's the one they want to go get turned off as quick as possible. So he walks in the arena and he's got his little hand tool that he's going to turn it off. And he goes up to the robot and then he just starts wandering around in the arena. Mm-hmm. And so the the, the, the the door guy goes, well, have you turned off your power switch? And he goes, I'm trying to find the part of the robot that had the power switch. <laughs> It was it was in one of those front corners that I pulled off and it left the robot. So there wasn't any switch to turn off. And he was just kind of in shock of it all. It was just sprayed all over the place. Oh, wow. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. Now, one of the uh, episodes that I watched, and I believe it wasn't this year, um, when you had to go up against Endgame. Endgame kind of, I guess the, they were begging for a, a match with you and uh, they got their wish. <laughs> yeah so so give me uh, the insight on that match because basically they threw you on the side and you were just standing there yeah so so we kind of hit out in the middle of the arena and there's a couple of taps and one pretty good hit where i caught him on the side and i spun away and when i did i spun up to the point where one of my drive wheels kind of wedged on one of the arena hazards the screws mm-hmm. and i was kind of stuck there for a bit and you know, you could see me trying to wiggle. You could see the yeah. tire spinning, but I wasn't I wasn't going, which gave them the opportunity to sort of tee off on me and pump me out of the arena. So it happened really quickly. Um, I, there's nothing you can say about it. If the yeah. roles were reversed, I'd have done the exact same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it was, you know, they, they, they had an opportunity and they took it. And <laughs> they, they had that robot running really well at that event. So they, they were they were given me as a matchup because they earned it and they showed in the arena why uh, it, it was a, it was a good match and you know all you can do from that is just <laughs> put the robot back together and get ready that's for it. another one that's all you can do myself i like the horizontal spinners like yours versus the vertical to me i think it does more damage uh what do you think about that um there are some upsides. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever seen, uh, you watch older videos of Minotaur. They were really good at this. Oh, I like Minotaur. When, He's actually pretty good. When you're spinning away from the floor, when they try to turn, they're now fighting those gyroscopic effects. And so the robot can kind of torque up to one side over and over again. It makes it hard for the robot to turn. So the more energy you have in your weapon, the harder it is to drive. Wow. For a horizontal, your driving and turning in the same plane that the weapon is spinning so you can you can actually get more mass spinning and have a higher energy total in your weapon Mm -hmm. uh, because you're 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 not fighting those gyroscopic effects to to turn the robot the downside of that is if when you do hit something with a vertical they're spinning up so that the forces go down so they're Mm -hmm. they're basically delivering that equal and opposite thing, they're trying to push the earth down and that, you know, they, they can deliver more of their energy. Where what is, when I'm doing it, 
both robots tend to fly away from each other and I bounce all over the place. So, Oh, I've seen it. Good Lord. Yeah. The, 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 boing, boing. Oh yeah. It's, it, it, it can be pretty, it's, if you've watched it on video, you have no idea what it's like to watch it live. Okay. Oh, I would love to. It, it is a whole new experience. So I can tell you that there's a lot of energy. I can give you numbers and whatnot. But if I pull off an eight pound wheel off of a robot and I slay it at the glass right in front of you and it's leaving at a couple hundred miles an hour and you can watch the arena buckle out as it absorbs that energy. Wow. I, I, I can describe it to you, but until you experience and you actually feel the pressure wave move through your body as you're sitting in the outside the arena, yet you, you don't, you won't get it until you watch it live. That's a whole nother experience. Well, hopefully, um, eventually, because I think they they do some tournaments here in Orlando. I would love to go one time, you know, when they decide to open things back up. That would be totally awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they, they do a Makers Fair event there in Orlando. I have come out to that event several times. Um, they do run the heavier class there, but they don't run high kinetic energy weapons like mine. So I'll be there the next time they have an event in Florida. I'll definitely come out there. Um it's still really cool to watch, but it's mostly the the non-KE type robots. So you get the lifters and whatnot and stuff like that. But you don't get the big spinning weapons because their arena just can't handle it. Well, if you ever come and uh, if they don't allow the public, maybe I can tag along with you stating, stating that uh, this is my friend or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, if you want to come to the event, obviously, that'd be great. Love to see you. Um, but yeah, it's the... Makers Fair in Orlando. Um, if they do it again, it's towards the end of the year, November, December, oh, okay. when, they, when they do that. So hopefully by then the country will be less insane and we can go back to normal. And do, we'll see do in that Florida, stuff. we're we're pretty much open. Um, everything's pretty much open. I mean, I go to restaurants, I go here, there, and uh, yeah. Ho- hopefully, hopefully they have it later <laughs> this year. And, and if they do, I for sure will be there. Now, one, one question I was going to ask you, how fast, uh, is your vertical, uh, your horizontal spinner spin, how fast? Um, okay, so it used to be faster. Uh, they had a rule change a couple of years ago where they limited the tip speed on the weapon to 250 miles an hour. And so I was, I was over that and had to back it down a little bit. So um, it's, it's in that 220 to 250, depending on which weapon I have attached to the robot. Good Lord, that thing would tear somebody up if it hit them. There isn't anything on a person that's solid enough to slow it down. Wow. Now, I think it's amazing um, because I've seen the arena, you know, how it's it's not really a plexiglass. What's that term they use for it? Le- Lexi or Lexi? The, the, the Lexan, is a Lexan. Trade, Lexan is a trade name for the material. It's a polycarbonate. That's the material it's made out of. Um. The, the, the polycarbonate most people are used to, uh, uh, a CD, a compact disc, uh-huh. is, po- is polycarbonate. You can grab that sucker and you can twist it back and forth, okay? So it's the same type of material. Uh, it's obviously better than that quality yeah. uh, and much thicker. Oh, yeah, um, definitely, with all that stuff flying and hitting it. Uh, yeah, the, the, the arena for BattleBots, because filming is so important, you mm-hmm. know, there, there's different grades of Lexan. Some of it's clearer than others. So they spend a lot of money to get the really good stuff. But it's, uh, it's an inch and a quarter thick, okay? Wow. A- and um, it, that's the stoutest arena that I've ever played in. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. So it, I'm not worried about stuff when I'm in there. 
And basically, um, from what I've seen, they have like uh, flexible tubes or whatever that carries out any uh, toxic fumes from like, say, a battery explodes or something like that. Correct, correct. So there, there is box ventilation that's going on all the time anyway. But if you get a big fire or something like that, they have extra air handling equipment they can bring in to, to suck that stuff outside. Oh, that's amazing. Now, who, who I, I can't remember the name, but who actually designed the box? Because that's just a neat box, actually. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have helped with, with that over the years. Um, so um, there's a, a, an older gentleman, Pete, who runs a lot of the, 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 the actual arena hazards and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, those used to all be manual. There was a guy outside that poked buttons and made the saws come up and made the hammers go down and all of the <laughs> stuff. There, there, was, there, was, there was a body that handled that. I, I did see a video on that. He's, he sat there and was pushing these different buttons. I've right. seen that. So because it's a, a TV event contest for money, they don't want the ability for somebody to change the outcome based upon any personal ideas they might have. So I don't like that robot. I'm going to make sure the sock comes up and cut that one. They don't want that. Mm-hmm. Or they don't want to give the appearance of that. It, it, Pete's not like that, but they just don't want to make the appearance of that. So now the saws and those arena hazards are on a computerized program. So they just come up at random. And for the first part of the event, the fight night fights, they don't come up at all. And then as the event progresses, they start coming up more aggressively all the way up to the finals where they're as aggressive as they set them. So they come up a lot all the time. They're always coming up. Oh, okay, cool. Well, Ray, um, before I let you go, uh, because I know your time is valuable. I mean, we're... We did like 40 minutes so far. Um, do you have any final words for um, anybody that's coming into this sport? Um, uh, any advice that you can give them? And, you know, just give me some final words and then plug your website or whatever uh, YouTube <laughs> channel. Go ahead and do that. Okay, sounds good. Um, if, if there's a lot of people that do that, if they see it, they go like, oh, this is exciting. I want to get involved. That happens a lot. It's a great thing to get kids into science and engineering because they learn so much and they have no idea how much they're picking up in the process. It's a great thing to get involved. The first thing you should do is see if there's an insect event local to you that you can go support. Mm-hmm. Don't try to build a 250 pound battle bot for your first robot. Go and go to one of these events and see the one and three pounders. You learn most of the same skills at a tiny fraction of the cost and time, okay? Yeah. So that's that's absolutely the best way to start out is start out smaller. I wish I had known that and I heard that advice when I first started. Because <laughs> my first robot was a middleweight, 120 pounds. So um, you can there, there are some high quality kits that you can buy for one pounds and three pounds. So you can, you don't even really have to do a lot of engineering. You can buy a kit, you can assemble it, you can go to the event, you can, you know, and, and they're, it's not the same as like buying a toy. You're, we're mm-hmm. still several hundred dollars to do this, but you can, you know, five, $700, you can build a combat robot and go to an event and start learning that process. So if you're going to start out, that's absolutely the way to do it is on the smaller events. And you'll find a lot of big names that you see on the show, uh-huh. go to insect events and compete. They're all is, you know, obsessed with this hobby as i am so that anytime they have an opportunity to compete somebody's going to be there so uh that'll give you the opportunity to talk with them and kind of get some better ideas moving forward that makes sense because just in case i mean you you don't want to spend all the money and then decide oh this is not for me so start out small and then if you really like it 
then go for the gusto. Cool. Yep, absolutely. It's it, it's definitely the way to go. Now, if you can plug your social medias, if you have them. <laughs> sure, no problem. So uh, both Tombstone, specifically the robot, and Hardcore Robotics, my team, have Facebook pages. You can certainly follow us there. You can follow me personally on Facebook, so there's that. Um, I don't do a lot of the other social media, so I don't, okay. I, I, I have an Instagram account. I never do anything with it. You know, I just, it's, I spend, I waste enough time on Facebook, so I don't yeah. do a whole lot of, whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. There's too many uh, things on there. I, I do occasionally post videos on YouTube. So that's, that's, a you know, just Ray Billings or Hardcore Robotics, either one of those, you can find those on, on YouTube. Um, you know, if you're interested in, uh, I, I, I'd have to say hi to the, the sponsors that I've got, you know, so NPC cool. robotics makes my uh, drive motors. They've been a, been a big help. Um, hex bugs and vex, which make the, the, the robot toys and whatnot. So they've sponsored me in the past. They've been a great, great deal of help. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, you know, I couldn't do this without the help of my sponsors. They've been real good to me. Hey, nothing wrong with that. And if you want to get a hold of me, uh, which nobody has yet, <laughs> um, you can do a search. And I always have to do this on Facebook. Uh, just uh, do a search for The Jose Show. And I have a, uh, a page and I have a group. And then on Instagram, uh, I got to keep bring. You would think that I would know this by now. And I always have to bring it up. And if you want to get a hold of me on Instagram, it's uh, The Jose Roldan. And then on Twitter, which, like I said, nobody gets a hold of me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I know it's crazy. It's like nobody wants to get a hold of me. It's at Jose Roldan Jr. We were talking today with Ray Billings uh, from BattleBots with the bot Tombstone. Ray, I really uh, pr- appreciate you being on the show and, and you know giving me your time and because you know your time's valuable. And uh, man, it was really great talking to you. And uh, hopefully, we can have you on again sometime. I, I honestly, I would love that. It's not a problem. I'll, I'll always talk about robots. So anytime somebody wants to talk, I'm good for that. Cool. Cool. Well, we're going to let you go. Um, please share this episode. And remember, I am on Turfs Up Radio. That's turfsupradio.com every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And once again, thank you, Ray. And we're going to let you go. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Jose Show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And see you next time on The Jose Show. Jose Show.